Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Foul Front Outdoors Tales and Tips segment, where we bring to light the heart of hunting through shared experiences and lessons learned. By talking with real hunters, both new and old, to preserve and share part of this passion that we hold dear, not only to entertain, but also to educate. So listen up, because this is Tales and Tips, and you're on the foul front. Well, hey, Andrew, thanks for coming on. Uh, you want to give uh, everybody a, a quick little introduction to yourself? Yeah, no worries, Ben. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I've been hunting all my life, probably... Went out duck shooting when I was probably four or five, first time, with Dad. And, um, yeah, been hunting ducks ever since then. Uh, hunt a little bit of deer now and then. Sort of given up on that now. Don't get as much time as I used to. Right. Um, I, I hear you there. You know, but, you know, back when you were younger, before you had kids in your 20s and stuff, it was every weekend chasing the samba. Right. But, um <laughs> Now it's yeah, just just basically duck hunting for me, and um, yeah, just love it. Nice, yeah, I appreciate uh, you reaching out to me on the the listener group there, and uh, just we kind of struck up a, a little conversation, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't know anything about hunting ducks anywhere besides you know the southwest and the midwest of uh, America, and you know. It's kind of one of those things I think a lot of people probably forget that there's duck hunters all over the world. Yeah, well, that's right. It's um, yeah, you more the more you look into it, the more extreme places you find where the ducks are. I suppose they're everywhere, hey? 
Right, right. I would have never thought ducks were in El Paso, Texas, but they are. Um, <laughs> that's that's like out in the desert. But um, so what's the what's the season date? Uh, you guys are in season right now, correct? Yeah, we're smack bang in the middle at the moment. Um, season started on the seventh of March, and it goes through to uh, the eleventh of June, which is a Monday because it's a public holiday over here on that Monday, so we get that extra day. Oh, awesome. Awesome. What uh, holiday, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, well, it's actually Queen's birthday holiday, oh. but it's not actually the Queen's birthday. I think her birthday's in April or something like that, but that's just when we get a holiday. So, Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the season going so far? Yeah, not too bad. It's been pretty dry. Um, we, we haven't had a lot of rain. We had a lot of rain up north a few weeks before. Um, the season started, so a lot of the birds took off up there. Um, but no, there's there's still birds around, and and guys are bagging out. So we had a bit of a strange um, opening this year. It's normally different time zones throughout the state. Um, they start at different times, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year we weren't allowed to shoot any ducks before nine a.m. in the morning which caused a bit of an uproar amongst the duck hunting communities around here. So what's what was the reason for that? Oh, it was to um, keep the greenies happy, I think. Ah. Um, we do get a lot of protest, protesters down here. Okay. Um, not on all swamps, but the major swamps. And we've had, had a bit of trouble last year. Um, with some uh, protesters, and I think they were just trying to um, make sure everyone was shooting what they were supposed to, um, and they'd be able to see what they were supposed to be shooting. <clears throat> so in the wisdom of the government, they um, decided to make it 9 o'clock on the Saturday and 8 o'clock on the Sunday, but for the rest of the season, it's half an hour before sunlight. So, hmm. you know? Yeah, that's... Interesting. So it was only for the opener? Only for the opening, yeah. Yeah, okay. which, which you know, it put a lot of people offside, a lot of duck hunters, and they yeah. say, oh, I'm not going shooting, this is rubbish, rah, rah, rah. But the way yeah. I look at it, you know, it's it's two days a year. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if the thinking behind that was that that's when the majority of the protesting or something would be happening. or I, I don't know. So, yeah, so well, what part of Australia are you from? Uh, Victoria. So down the bottom, down south. Okay, that's the green. If you're looking at the map, that's like the one of the parts of Australia that's green, right? This, sorry, it's on the it's like on the uh, the east side, the southeast side. Yeah, yeah, southeast okay. corner. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. When I look at the the map here, <laughs> I see there's you know there's uh, a lot of green on the southeast side and a lot of green on the southwest side, and then everything else is is pretty. Uh, Pretty dry. Pretty pretty dry. Yeah. 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 No, we're we're we've got a fairly fairly substantial mountain mountain range running through Victoria up into New South Wales, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So no, we're we're I'm in the green part. Of, I mean, Victoria's quite a big state. Um, you know, for me to drive over to the other side to go duck shooting, where a lot of the ducks, where the big waters are over in the western of the state, that's about a five hour drive for me. Okay. Um. But yeah, there's there's some really big big waters over there with holding holding good numbers of ducks. But I don't get yeah. over there very often. Nice. So mostly, what uh, type of 
uh, environment are you hunting? I, I know you said swamps, but uh, could you elaborate on that a little bit? Oh, I was in like I suppose swamps, um, like like marshes. Um, okay. I do a lot of uh, hunting in in open water, open lakes, um, which are on on the coast of Victoria, um, up towards Gippsland Way, um, and there's some big big bodies of water there, but they're only shallow. You know, you can wade them, and they're a sandy bottom. Gotcha. Um, but the uh, I also hunt, um, I suppose, farm farm dams. Um, I've okay, got yeah. a couple, gotcha. couple, couple of properties that have got, uh, say, probably six or seven acre. I don't know what you'd call that, a pond? Yeah, like a little pond or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Where it's is, like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they take advantage of the low points of their of their land and dam it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it. Um, so I've got a couple of. Properties like that, which are, you know, nice little private hunting spots. But, yeah, so there's a bit of a mixture between public land and hunt and private land that I hunt on. Awesome. Uh, what would you – how much uh, How much public hunting land is there in Australia if you, you know? Uh, well, in Victoria, we've got um, what we call state game reserves, mm-hmm. which are only allowed to use for hunting during the season. Um. You're not even to show. They've only just brought a law in this week or the last week that we're now allowed to shoot a rabbit or a fox or a hare on the state game reserves during the duck season. Okay. So, I mean, they're pest animals over here, but you still, previously, you weren't allowed to shoot them. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So, but we've got, we've probably got about close to two. 200,000 acres of public ah, hunting. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of it, they've just done an audit on, on them in the last couple of years, and a lot of them aren't, aren't holding any water. A lot of them are landlocked, so they're, they're public land, but you can't get access to them. Oh. Um, so where I go, um, it's probably oh, it's probably about 2,000 acres of, of um State game reserve, so there's a fair bit of water there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You need a, you need quite a few hunters in there to keep the birds going. And you guys, are you guys doing walk-ins, or are you guys doing, you know, taking a boat, or uh, both, both. Yep, there's both, both. running around. Um, yeah, or we just, or we hunt the banks, or we wade it. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. So, do you do you primarily hunt out of a boat, or are you a walk-in guy? No, uh, main, I mainly walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. So, what are you guys shooting there? You know, uh, what do you, what kind of what kind of ducks you got? Well, we've got uh, we've got the Pacific black duck, which are found uh, all around all around Australia and even to um, like the um, oh, wow. New, even as far as New Zealand. Um, it it so, looks like a. It looks kind of like a black duck, like a the black ducks that we have up here in North America. But it looks like they have a green speculum. Yeah, right? on their wing. Yeah, yeah, and a little bit more prominent facial uh, stripes or features. I guess. I don't yeah. Know what call yep. Them, so. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But they're um, you know they're our premier game bird over here. They're the, okay. they're the smartest duck. They're the most elusive duck, and oh. um, they're def- definitely my favorite hunting duck. 
Um, nice. They don't call, you know, as you would know, they don't call in as well as Teal do. But um, okay. they they still, you still can call them in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so we've got two types of teal. We've got a grey teal and a chestnut teal. Um, the now chestnut. The grey teal looks very similar to green wing teal. Is that correct? No? Oh, I think so, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of it. It looks kind of like a green wing teal, a little bit more like, um, I don't know the right word is. There's less gray on it than I would thought would have thought there would have been. I feel like, yeah. I feel like um, the green wing teal are actually a little bit more gray. Uh, okay, beaks, looks like the beaks are a little lighter. Maybe something comes from that. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty looking bird. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we got the the, the grey teal and the chestnut teal. Um, oh. Chestnut teal, are, they are lots of chestnut teal down my way. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and they you get big mobs of them, and they just they just you know they love the call, so they love <laughs> the decoys. So they're they're fun to shoot because you know what? Well, I I like shooting teal. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so you guys have a have a different teal season, do you or? What? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we've got. A, I mean, most places have a special teal season where it's you know you're only only uh, allowed to to harvest teal, uh, blue wing, green wing, or cinnamon. Um, but yeah, you guys don't have anything like that. No, no, no. So you could yeah. is that just open earlier and then you you're allowed to hunt them? Oh yeah, season. that's well. that's that's normally open in like September. They usually call it the September teal season. It runs for you know anywhere from like a week to I think in Kansas here it's two and a half, three weeks almost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep, so um, we'll, what else? What other? What other kind of ducks you guys? Yeah, got we've also around? got the um, mountain duck, mountain also duck. known as the um, Australian shell duck, or we call them honkers. Um, but they're they're, they're definitely our biggest duck. I'm looking mm. that up right now. What yeah, do those look like? Uh, black, black. They oh. got a. Black, um, mainly black with uh, chestnut and um, black heads. Um, yeah. Okay. I just pulled. I just got a picture of one pulled up. That's a pretty funky looking duck. You said that they're the they're the biggest species you guys yeah. have. Yeah. They're, well, they're the biggest ones we have in, uh, in Victoria. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, they're Australia's biggest duck. So. Oh, nice. Pretty uh, pretty, good t- pretty good table fare or not. Well, no, I don't shoot a lot of them only because I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy eating them as much. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but blokes do, you know, I mean, they'll sit out and lay out vines in paddocks and fields and they, they just love it. So, you know. <laughs> nice. Um, and then we've got hardheads. Uh, they're a darkish colored bird. Um, Hunted, get a few of them down our way, but you sort of got to be lucky to get one. So okay, um, and then there's um, the tiny little pinkies, pinky ducks. Yes, okay. Are these the ones that like have the body of a zebra, like the and like the they have kind of like a spoon bill? Yes, like yep. they look they look striped, like they look, yep. legit look like zebras. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 they're, yeah, they're, they're tiny too. <laughs> uh, they're smaller than a teal. Oh wow. So oh, wow, and then we've got the good old wood ducks. Same, so, same old wood ducks. Uh, not the same as yours, but 
<laughs> yeah. Not not as pretty as yours, but um, yeah. Now you find them everywhere, all over. Or mainly mainly on dams. Um, they don't okay. they don't seem to get congregate on big waters as much. Nice. So nice. Like rivers and dams, but nice. they're always a good they're always a good hunt and a good feed. Good. So all right, what kind of what kind of equipment are you using? I guess we'll just uh, start out. What are you What are you shooting? Uh well. As of nineteen ninety six, all our semi autos got taken off us. Ah, you're all pumped then, huh? No, we're not allowed to use pumps either. Oh, like so, brake um, action or? Yeah, yeah, under and overs or side by sides. Okay. So, <laughs> which is strange because you can oh you can use a you can use a lever action, okay, or a straight pull as well. Right. They're becoming um, a bit more common around here, but a, a lot of people just enjoy shooting with under and overs now. I think you know. Sure. We lost our. We had a big buyback scheme back in '96, and everyone yeah. lost their pump actions yeah. and and autos. But you're still allowed to um, have a pump action centerfire rifle, just not shotgun. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> it seems like that's the someone messed up the. They didn't hit auto correct on the on the bill or something. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, uh, I, I, I like shooting the, the break open, the under and over. So I'm used to it now, you know. Okay. Cool. I used to shoot with dad's old A5 Browning, um, Belgium <laughs> A5, and, you know, I yeah. love that one. But yeah, probably saving on a bit of ammo these days. So. Right. <laughs> um, okay. What kind of calls are you running? Uh, listen, I've just got two calls um, a teal call and a. And a um, black duck call, um, and they're Australian manufactured um, from a group. Uh, there's a, some guys down here uh, called Foul Talkers. Foul Talkers, uh, okay. Yeah, they put out videos and um, and and brand some own, their own gear. So they they brought out these couple of calls in the last couple of years. Um, so no, they seem to work real well. Uh, before that, we were just all, always using American calls, and a lot of guys still do use American calls. Um, I'm not that I fade with tuning calls, so I'd just like to buy one that's going to sound like a Australian duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they so the Australian ducks have an accent too, I'm sure. So. <laughs> but um, okay, what uh, what about decoys? What do you generally yep. run for decoys? Yep, we run decoys. Um, I just run some teal decoys, and also just bought myself some new ones from these. Um, the same foul talkers guys have just brought out some uh, new Australian black duck decoys, which is probably one of the best decoys I've ever seen for a black duck. Um, so yeah, I run a couple of dozen decoys, but we don't. I don't get any bigger spreads than that. I don't generally need to. So nice. What about uh, like spinning wing decoys or motion uh, systems? I, I, I use jerk rig. Okay. Yeah. Um, always used a jerk rig. I've always I've thought about getting a couple of mojos. I haven't as yet. Um, and and talking to the blokes down where the way where I hunt, um, you know, sometimes they're working, sometimes they they they're not. Um, they're good with the teal, not so good with the blackies. Um, so I've just never never really gone down that path. I've always it's been in the back of my mind, but you know, it's just a yeah. I mean, out on too so. Yeah, you know, minus you know that that conversation is as being had uh, across the across the ocean uh, in yeah. almost every blind over here. So <laughs> nice, nice. 
Um, and then, uh, I guess just, um, you know, what kind of waiters you run? Believe it or not, last year, I threw out my old pair of waiters that I've had since 1990. 1990? Dude, I was yep. born in 1990. <laughs> and, yeah, I finally threw them out and bought myself some neoprenes. Oh, um, okay. But, yeah, now I'm hearing about all these um, breathable waders, and, you know, I don't, I don't think they've even touched the shores over here yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man, you got to get Not yourself a pair popular. of those. Uh, what, what's the weather like down there right now? Like, you know, what are you guys, what are you guys dealing with? I listen, during the week, it's sort of like been um, pretty mild. It's been like 25, which would be, I suppose, you know, high 70s for you. Oh, gotcha. I was, um, I was, I was thinking, oh man, that's, that's pretty cold. Uh, <laughs> but just in the last couple of days, it's dropped down a bit. Um, but no, it's been, we haven't had much of an, uh, an autumn really. It's just sort of, sort of summer's just sort of kept rolling on a bit. And I yeah. think it's, yeah, I think we're not going to have much of an autumn and I think it's just going to turn into, um, winter. So. Yeah, you know, we're seeing the same thing over here, you know. I haven't seen much of a spring just going straight from winter to summer, so. Yeah. Um, how, well, how cold does it usually get down there? Uh, during the oh, – only in the wintertime, it would get down to oh, – the coldest days would be um, – oh, I'm trying to work it out in Celsius. I mean, in like, Fahrenheit, but <laughs> say – like a, a cold day in uh, in my state would be twelve degrees Celsius. Twelve degrees Celsius. So, so that's uh, well. I'm not going to try to pretend to do the math, but um, okay. Well, I'll come back on later and have a little. I'll do the math on it. But um, uh, I've got it. I've got it here oh. for you. Yeah, so that'd be about fifty three. Okay. Oh, so that's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty uh, pretty temperate then, is is what it sounds like. Sorry, um, pretty pretty uh, warm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. of course, it gets to below zero during the nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, so we get snow oh. in the mountains, but yeah, yeah. generally. Well, man, generally, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you need a pair of breathables. <laughs> I, I, well, I, 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 you know what I mean. I, I think that uh, you would you would probably benefit from breathables in those kind of temperatures, but. I guess it's it's all different, you know. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'll have to get, I'll have to have, look into it and get some sent over to me. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess you know, typical you know American just now you know realizing that people hunt ducks somewhere else. Um, but um, what are your perceived differences? You know, um. From hunting in Australia to hunting um, in North America, because you know you you're you're in a lot of I think North American you know waterfowl groups and stuff like yep. that. So I'm just curious as to what your take on it was. Uh listen, I, I think I don't know because I don't really understand how your your seasons work over there. Okay. Um, but um, you know, I think we get a fair crack down here at our seasons. Um, it's it's pretty generous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think well. I think the main the main difference that I can see is you guys all use semi autos. Yeah, you know, um, as far as the as far as the hunting the ducks themselves, 
it's um it doesn't seem that much different. You know, we've got blinds. We we cooked cup cook cups of coffee and you know and, um yeah toasted sandwiches or whatever in your, in our blinds. We we um <clears throat> we put the decoys out just like you guys do. We motor around in boats, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 so great. You know that the, there's that commonality. You know, I mean, I don't halfway across the the globe or whatnot, and you know, you still got uh, you know duck hunting is duck hunting, and something that we can all connect with. Yeah, and that's right, and that's yeah. There's, and there's there's not a the the community over here isn't as big. Definitely, like I think there was there wouldn't be ten thousand registered duck shooters in Victoria. So um, Victoria is the main duck hunting state in Australia. Okay. Um, We can hunt in South Australia. (laughs) Sorry, phone's going off. (laughs) That's all right. Now, was that a, was that a black, was that a black duck call? (laughs) It was actually. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, perfect. (laughs) Nice, dude. Hey, uh, um, so you, I know you said that you had uh, a story um, that you had lined up. I didn't know if you wanted to be able to tell it. I mean, we're at 23 minutes here, but I, I'd i love to hear uh, some more. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know where to start. Um, I guess a, one of my most memorable stories um, of recent times is um, – Back in 2009, we had some massive bushfires here in Victoria after after a long drought, and um, I think it was about 170 lives were lost. That was a, it was a it was a pretty big yeah. deal. Um, but I, would, I can't remember if it was a year after that or two years after that. I hunt on this property, which is only about 15 minutes away from me, and he's got. Ooh, one, two, three, four, about six, six little ponds on there. Um, so we just sort of do the walk around between them and chase the birds from pond to pond and try to get a few ducks. <coughs> anyway, we had a, we had a ton of rain. Like, I mean, a lot of rain. So I've rang, I've rang the farmer up and I said, oh, how wet is it out there? He said, oh, she's pretty wet. I said, oh. Should I bring my gum boots? He said, have you got waders? I said, yeah, I've got waders. He said, oh, I'd be bringing, my, bringing your waders if I was you. I'm like, oh, righty I'll just, I'll, I'll throw the waders in the car, but um, I've got, I'll, I'll, I'll take me uh, gum boots just in case. <laughs> right. Um, mate, can you hang on for two seconds? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. All right, we're back. Okay, so um, so I thought I'd throw in the waders and and the gum boots as well. So I got out there, out to his property, and looked down the lane, and it was just his whole paddocks were covered in water. And I mean, we're talking two hundred acres here, just oh, wow. swamped in water. I didn't even have to walk around to any of the 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 dams. Because there was just birds everywhere, I think oh. I, I think I, I bagged out in about twenty minutes. Oh man, those. Are, and those are the best. I, I lost a couple. Um, 
at that stage, I've always had Labradors. Okay. And um, at that stage, I'd, I'd um, due, due to family circumstances, I, I didn't have a dog at the time. Um, and it was that day, and I said to myself, "I'm getting another dog today," because there was yeah. just these birds were just going everywhere. So we went out. So we, I, I, bag, I was hunting by myself. The next, um, when I got home that night, I rang up a couple of mates, and I'm like. Do you want to go duck shooting in the morning? They're like, yeah, yeah. The three of us went out there. We all did the same thing. Bagged out in 20 minutes. Oh, wow. We bagged out for three days in a row. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't bag out very often, um, you know. And I'm, I'm the sort of person I'd rather go. I'd rather go hunting four times a week and get two birds every time I go, rather than. 10, 10 birds and go once a week. You know what I mean? Right, right. Did you say 10 birds? Yeah, well, we're going to shoot 10 birds. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Is there any specific uh, species regulations? Like you can only shoot, you know, six teal or uh, out no. of that 10 or just no. 10 birds? Just, is 10 just, birds. Just 10 birds, yeah. We used to be nice. able to shoot um, shovels, but up until about four or five years ago, we were, we were only allowed to shoot one shoveler per day. Okay. But now they've put a ban in. We can't shoot shovels at all anymore. So. Oh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, yeah, so you, you say you run Labradors? Yes. Yep. Nice. Um, what uh, – any specific lines or anything like that, you know, like the, the old English or anything like that? Um, well, it's, a, it's, it's come from a, um, a, a guy in Western Victoria – um, he's, he's got national, yeah, national retrieving trial champions and he's been breeding them for years. So yeah, awesome. they're all, they're all, he's a hunter, he's a duck shooter. So they're all hunting dogs plus retrieving trial dogs as well. So, right, right. um, I, yeah, I got my first Labrador when I was 21 and, um, yeah. And then we used to breed, we bred a few litters from her and her pup. And, um, yeah, so I always had, had Labradors, but this one that I've got now, she's come from a completely different line. So she's, nice, nice. And, and that's when I, the story I just told you about, I had to, I rang him up and ordered one or put my name down for one. And I had to wait 12 months before she was born. But, um, okay. she's five years old now and she's sitting at my feet. So. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. As I, I heard her there earlier and I totally forgot to ask. So, is that is that pretty common that people run Labradors down there? Or um, I think I saw you had said something about you can't use a certain type of dog. Yeah, no, there's only certain breeds. There's a list of breeds that you had to use for as a as a gun dog. Um, so Labradors are pretty common, but probably more common. Probably on a par would be a German Shorthead Pointer. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of guys. It's quail season down here at the moment as well. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't hunt quail. Um, a lot of people do. So I suppose you know they hunt both. They use their pointer and the pointer for retrieving in. Yeah. Yeah. And Dual purpose. Pointers. Yeah. Um, so. English pointers too. A lot of English pointers around. Okay. Yeah. Um, curly, a few curly coated retrievers. Um, Chesapeake couple of them around. But is there mate, is there a particular reason that they they you know govern 
what dog you can use for hunting? Um, well, it first started, I think, with deer hunting. Um, so these guys were breeding these big, huge stag hounds and stuff and mm-hmm. using them for hunting deer. Okay. Um, whereas, and the, and I think they thought they were too aggressive to be hunting deer because they're, you know, the, the hounds only meant to bail the deer up, not, not attack the deer. Oh. So they brought in some rules, um, on the, the dogs that you're allowed to hunt deer with. <coughs> um, I don't think you're even allowed to hunt. Oh, you might be allowed to use bloodhounds, but there's okay. certain, you can't use beagles over a certain height. Um, and I think it's sort of fired on from that. Like they, they only, I mean, sure there's plenty of dogs that, that will retrieve, but they only yeah. allow you to use your certain. Interesting. Certain, so interesting. Yeah. I guess my main, I guess my main takeaway from this is, is you have to, you have some interesting regulations. Um, or, I mean, I guess they're interesting to me. Um, and then, uh, they seem a little bit more restrictive, but then at the same time, you, you know, you can take 10 birds, um, which is, you know, that's pretty cool. So how long would your duck season last? So here in Kansas, we have the, you know, September, um, teal season, which is like, I think two or three weeks. And then it picks up at the end of October, the regular season starts for my zone at least, and then runs all the way till December 30th. And then it picks back up again for, I think, the last week or second to last week in December. Um, that's just for ducks. But uh, geese runs pretty, you know, Canada goose, It that season runs pretty long, um, pretty much all duck season and then um, out into February. Um, but, yeah. And then, obviously, it's different in every state. And yeah. The the northern ones they they start earlier, and you know the southern ones they start later, and right. I think it's more you know east to west or or laterally you get the the different uh, you know days of hunting. You know like some some get sixty days, some get forty, some get things like that. So it's all yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, we we um we haven't got any geese down here. Um, but we do have geese in the Northern Territory. Okay. And uh, they're um, magpie geese, but I don't know. I don't know enough about hunting them, or I don't even know when their season is. Actually, I think, well, it, yeah, it could be later in the year. I'm not sure, but um, it's uh, yeah. That's, uh, do that's, you guys um, have any? Do you guys have any sort of concentrated uh, like conservation organizations? Like uh, like we have Ducks Unlimited up here. Um, and like yeah, we've got, um, we've got the uh, Field and Game Association, which um, is, I suppose is probably a bit like your Ducks Unlimited, but definitely not not as active in in the kind of stuff that yeah your Deltas or your Ducks Unlimited would do. Um, they've got a they've got a few bits of land that they work on. Um, we've also got I think Ducks Unlimited started a branch down here. Maybe maybe in the nineties. Oh. Um, but that got taken over and that's called oh wetland wetland 
environmental something or other, WET, okay. I think they're called, and they're just they, – they look after – they do the, more of your sort of stuff that Ducks Unlimited or Delta would do, right. but but they're small, tiny, you know. Right. They, are, they just don't have the people and the members and to support it. So Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Andrew. Uh, I I appreciate you coming on. Uh, definitely, I know we were talking about setting up a turkey hunt uh, at some point here when you're coming over. But I don't know. You got me a little fired up to maybe try to go cut some teeth over in uh, Australia. I don't know what the logistics of that would be, other than just showing up. But um, well, you've, you've just um, I've just been seeing on social media that you've a guy from. Um, no, yeah, Barton Ramsey, or, or not Barton Ramsey, um, Ramsey, right. yeah. Yeah, he, he's been hunting down here this week. He seemed to get a few birds, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, so. But no, for sure, man, so I appreciate you. Um, good luck for the rest of your season. And Thank you. Uh, keep us informed on the uh, on the listener group. Because well, I think right. you're the you're the only guy shooting ducks right now um, in that group of like 50 people. So we are living, you know, vicariously through you right now. So. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, mate. Thank you. Yep. Have a good one. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fowl Front Waterfowl Podcast. Please come join us on our Facebook group, the Fowl Front Waterfowl Podcast group, where you can connect with a good group of hunters. Because we're all in this together. We need to act like it so that hopefully our great-great-grandkids will be hunting ducks over our favorite public lands. Uh, We also ask that you go ahead and give us a written review on iTunes. And give us five stars if you think we deserve it. And we really do want to hear back from you uh, so that we can give you the best possible content. And if you get in on that Facebook group, you can get in there and you can ask questions. And you can tell us what you want to hear next. Or you can tell us... Uh, what you don't like and we'll be sure to tailor things to our listeners so all right stay safe out there and we will see you next week Hey, you ever been sitting in front of your TV just wondering why you can't catch the latest episode of The Foul Front right there in your living room so you can press all your guests and family with your fine taste and podcast listening? Me neither. But hey, as a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, you can now find The Foul Front and some other great podcasts on your Apple TV, your Roku, your Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TV, even your gaming console just by downloading the Waypoint app. And heck, while you're there, they got over 2,500 hunting and fishing shows on demand. Go download the Waypoint app today. go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. 
Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.